This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Reckless speculation. Great talk. Juicy rumors. It's reckless speculation Thursday on a Tuesday because it's just too juicy. The things that are pouring out of the internet. Reports. Credible speculation. Kirk Cousins. The excitement is palpable. I think that's a fair word. It right is, now. yeah. Something's palpable. The speculation. I had a spicy salad last a, night. That might be the thing that's palpable. I've had some yeah, problems too. I had a, I had a great I beef stew. I don't know what you guys are talking I about. I don't want to talk about it, but I, I've had some mm-hmm. problems too. Right. Well, uh, we can always pause this and run down the hallway if we need to. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of risk management, Federated Mutual Insurance Company recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. If you're a business owner out there, and there's definitely business owners that that listen to Mackie and Judd, that watch us on YouTube. And so we're speaking to you right now. How helpful would it be for you to have employee training at your fingertips? Industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Well, that's where Federated and MyShield come in. All the things that could involve risk at your company, MyShield and Federated are creating resources to help your business with these things. Safety training and videos, customizable risk management plans, risk management policies and checklists. In fact, I don't know if you can hear that, but there's like a jackhammer right below our feet right now. There's construction happening in the building. There's risk involved. No question about it. Federated Insurance is the place to go if you're a business owner looking to have peace of mind. Go to federatedinsurance.com, click on the MyShield link, or download the app. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Then he becomes head coach, Niners. So Kirk knows the system. Kirk is an incredibly intelligent guy. Kirk goes over there. You know, maybe the maybe the Minnesota Vikings are kind of done with the Kirk Cousins era, the fully guaranteed contract, and say, hey, go ahead and move on. And then what are they going to do for quarterback? So that, now we got a whole other team that's entering the whole thing. It's just very interesting, unless they're taking Jimmy G back. And I'll be excited to see how the boys over in Minnesota feel about that. We talked about it, it. Maybe they bring Ponder back. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about Christian Ponder until, move. what, earlier today. <laughs> Reckless speculation. Oh, that's awesome. How would you feel? Christian Ponder, 651 646 8255. That was from the Pat McAfee show. So I look back into the Purple Daily archives and the Purple Daily YouTube channel, um, which, if you're not listening to daily, we've got two shows Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. Check us out YouTube, Apple, Spotify, scornet.com. The first conversation we had about Kirk Cousins potentially going to the San Francisco 49ers was on November 4th, I believe, 2020. 
Took us that long, huh? November 4th. Now, no, I think we had a discussion at some point, like earlier, earlier in the year, too, when some of those John Lynch quotes resurfaced about mm-hmm. how much Kyle Shanahan was depressed for like a week when we definitely when, did. When Kirk signed with the Minnesota Vikings. Breaking my heart. Um, so here's my question to you guys off, off the top of the show. It's kind of a two part question. How much smoke versus how much fire? All these things are coming out now. Like yesterday, we had um, we had Ross Tucker floating something about sounds like Kirk's going to go to the 49ers. We've got yeah, which is an interesting one because he's not an insider, but he definitely talks to people within the league who know yeah. what they're talking about. So it was I didn't dismiss that one at all. Yep. There's also our friend Vike Central who uh, is a listener of Purple Daily. Vike Central floated like something oddly specific, kind of unsourced. And I don't know if Vike Central has sources, but Vike Central said something about a second and a fourth round pick are being discussed. How much smoke versus how much fire in your mind? So my opinion is this. As of last Friday, I think what we had was um, a, a paint can and some rags and and possibly something that was hot and plugged in in the garage, but we had nothing. It was just dangerous conditions, okay? Oh, you're saying like, Irresponsible. Like, like, like things like, that could be flammable if they come together. <laughs> but they hadn't yet. So, like, like we left we left the oven we left the oven exactly. on overnight. But there exactly. was but there was nothing in it and it was pretty clean. Exactly. Okay. And so it was it was a less than ideal move by us. But it also was not an immediate threat. But the condition- Actually, Declan left a candle burning overnight. Done That's what happened. Yep. Yep. It's happened. At his house while not there because he was at also, also someone at- else's yeah, house. Yeah, because he sleeps over at other people's houses. And he doesn't yeah. like to talk about the fact that, that, that that's a brag, but that's beside the point. He so- took me back up off waivers, by the way. I'm okay. <laughs> I got claimed back. Well, yeah, I found out why, so that's fine. Um, so anyway, as of last Friday, those were the conditions. Stove was on, not a smart move, but I don't think there was smoke, and I don't think that there was fire, and so I think it was it was like ripe for discussion, but that was it. And then along came Saturday. Saturday, 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 and Matthew Stafford gets traded in a deal that I don't think anybody other than maybe the Rams and the Lions saw coming as far as compensation. Oh, boy. And now you've left the oven on, and unfortunately, a, a, a towel has fallen on it. And we and, it, and it's doused in gasoline. It's doused, yes, randomly. And, and so, and so, this is like a fire marshal bill skit. Exactly. And so now, so you happen to be carrying a fork through the kitchen, and you trip, and oh look, the fork goes in the electrical socket. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And so now, boys, we got flames. We got sparks. We got problems. We got problems. And we might even have a disabled fire alarm, which is a real problem because people are sleeping in this house, okay? Uh, the Stafford trade to me took this from being probably a Mackie and Judd and a few people more. You know, it's interesting, right? Shani loves cousins. Um, to a national potential story, and there's no way that the Vikings aren't at least intrigued by what they could get, right? So that's where I think we now have a fire that, I'm not saying it can't be put out. I'm not saying it's raging yet, 
but we definitely now have a fire as opposed to a a situation that was ripe for that fire maybe to start. Yep. So you've got – we don't have like a Shefty bomb here or anything yet. Like when like Adam Schefter came out with a couple of haymakers in January and said – Deshaun Watson wants to be traded. Yes. And Matthew Stafford is going to be traded, yeah. right? Like when Woj or Shefty or Passan come out. That is a towering inferno. Yep. That hasn't happened yet. Skyscraper on fire. We had the, we had the, the Massey bomb, that Evan Massey guy. Yeah, who I don't. tweeted out. Yeah. That the, the 49ers still going to make moves at quarterback. Kirk Cousins, I'm told, is a name to keep an eye on. Ross Tucker saying, and I'm reading the tweet here, uh, sounds like it will be Cousins in San Francisco, but, you know, whatever. I think Jimmy G uh, will find his way to the Patriots. And we've got our friend Vike Central who's floating stuff. But we don't have a shefty. We don't have a towering inferno of, of oh. speculation here yet. Correct. But just adding up all of these things, it feels like, the and, and the fact that the 49ers made a run for Stafford and the fact that the 49ers only have to pay like $2.5 in dead cap money to say goodbye to Jimmy Garoppolo, that the 49ers are open for business. And we know that the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan really like Kirk Cousins. I mean, this this isn't just a lot of people came at us yesterday. Your reckless speculation has gone too far my, this time. My Twitter timeline last night was a flurry of activity. You guys have gone too far this time and and you're just making these things up. Now, these are these are things that are listen, we're we're a tennis player right now. Like we're fending off the serves, okay? This is not stuff that now in November when we put that episode out in November Mm -hmm. that was us theorizing on our own. No, this is this is stuff that's leaking out and coming out. And my read on it is that the 49ers are open for business, and the 49ers are looking to trade for an established quarterback, and that Kirk Cousins is definitely on that list of players that they would trade for. Yes, and it's the Vikings for a few reasons that might be hesitant because of. Even if they trade Cousins, they'd have to eat like $20 million in dead cap, so that's kind of a problem. Unless they work out the trade post-June 1st, in which it drops down to 10, and no one's pointing that that out yet. So they could they could agree verbally now yes. and then and then finalize it after June 1st, right? Yes. Um, and then there's the fact, I mean, and this is, this is legitimate, that they've had the same offensive system in place, even though they've had revolving door of coordinators, but they're trying to bring in another coordinator either internally or externally can run the same system so that Kirk can be in the same system for another year yep. and be comfortable. Yep. And and there's this feeling that, boy, if we can just keep the band together and get a couple guys back healthy and find a left guard, that this thing's going to be ready to pop for a Super Bowl. And I think that's the struggle on the Viking side is, if we bring the band back together, is it really a Super Bowl team, or is that a pipe dream, and we should be looking to make an aggressive move to shake things up at the most important position? First of all, my timeline on Twitter last night made it abundantly clear. The offense is fine. It's not the problem. I mean, it was fourth and yards. I'm sorry. Did I miss something? It was, was fourth and yards. Was, it was great. Was the 98 Vikings offense on the field? It's like pe- People underestimate what it takes. Off- I know yeah. the defense was worse, but like people underestimate what it takes offensively to win a damn so, Super Bowl. So here's where I'd like to go today with this. Um, the greats in sports, Gretzky, right? Gretzky, LeBron, what have they all been known for? They see the game a second quicker than you do, okay? That is Mackie and Judd. <laughs> <laughs> we see the game of reckless speculation and and and. Listeners, it's why you come to us, one, and this is not a put-down. I have a gift. I think Phil does, too. Dex, too. We, right. we have gifts. 
So this is not like I'm sure that you all that God has given you an ability that your parents are proud of. And that's great. Ours is to move the story because we see it clear in the Minnesota sports media scene. Bands are represented by two different yet equally important groups. The homers who play with positivity and don't like to have fun and the realists who prosecute the offenders and recklessly speculate. These are their ideas. We were ahead of you on Cousins, and now it's sort of here, and now I'm going to take you guys down the next path. The logical conclusion of many right now is this. Rick and Mike are working for their jobs, so why would they go away from Kirk right now? Why on earth would you do that? That makes no sense, Mackie and Judd. And you know what, De- one way to look at it. Declan, buzz off too, because I, you guys, don't get it. All right, here's the step that you're not thinking about. Rick and Mike are still joined at the hip, but Rick and Mike are both adult males with egos that are massive. And both of them want to keep their job. And let me tell you right now, if they were both on the edge of a cliff and only one could live, the other would push the other. <laughs> All right? Judd didn't watch the Royal Rumble. He did not. The Women's Royal Rumble had two women that were both on the verge of falling out of the ring, and they agreed, Yeah, let's right. help each other get back in the ring. Okay, that's not these guys. <laughs> that's not football people. So here's the logical step that people aren't considering. And it ties back to a point that Phil brought up, I think, yesterday. The ownership of this team, since the Wilfs bought it in 2005, has been more than willing to make huge splash moves, okay? Do you really think that Rick wouldn't privately go to the Wilfs and say, okay, boys, here's the deal. I got a chance to trade Kirk. I'm going to tell you right now, it's favorable. It's a good trade. Deshaun Watson is on the market. I'm going to pursue him. I think we should, too, Ziggy and Mark. And their eyes are going to get, I covered those guys. Their eyes are going to get wide as saucers. Oh, my God, Deshaun. I mean, these guys got Brett Favre, okay? If I mentioned Deshaun Watson, they're going to get their football PJs on and let me tell them football stories. They're going to be so excited. Actually, real quick, what do you think their reaction would be if you went to them and said, this is going to sound crazy? But Brett Favre wants to make a comeback. Eyes wider We have to clear out Kirk Cousins to make room for Brett Favre. Let's do it. And he wants a million dollars a game still, but he doesn't realize that the cost of quarterback play has gone way up, and so that's actually kind of a bargain for us. He's still back in 2009. (laughs) But the point being is, if you got a chance to get a haul, make the call, get the haul from San Francisco, if you had a chance to pursue Deshaun Watson— And let me tell you right now, if you gave Deshaun Watson the specifics of what he wants here with Justin Jefferson and this crew, he's coming here, okay? So, like, stop with this. He wouldn't waive his no-trade clause for the Vikings. Yes, he would if I give him what he wants. No question. I agree. But anyway, the point being is you're all thinking about this in terms of it's not realistic. It can't happen because Rick and Mike, Rick and Mike, Rick and Mike. There is a term in law in which people say, we move to sever the cases, right? I move to sever these two people as far as their relationship goes, and I will tell you right now, the next step in this progression is for Spielman to sell ownership, whether Mike knows about this or not, on the fact that if he can get the right haul for Cousins and he can pursue Deshaun Watson, Ziggy and Mark Wilf are going to be so excited their heads will spin. That's the next step.
So I want to clear up something else as you go down this path, because I think a lot of people are also getting tripped up with the Jimmy Garoppolo part of the equation. That <laughs> that's a okay. Why, great why, point. Why would you guys like? Why why would you guys want to trade Kirk Cousins first off? And the and the answer is like. It's not about trading Kirk Cousins and then shrugging your shoulders like, well, what do we do now at quarterback? <laughs> and it's not about getting Jimmy Garoppolo back in return. This isn't this isn't trade Cousins for Garoppolo and move on your path. No, this is trade Cousins for picks. Garoppolo can do. I don't. I don't want Garoppolo. He can. They're going to cut him. Like there, there's no. Yes. They have no leverage. Unless someone thinks they can take a flyer on him and restructure his contract or something. The Patriots might take him back or something. Yep, like because he knows the system in Absolutely. Belichick and he was pretty good for like two games, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, and, and I hope that works out for him. I have no interest in Jimmy Garoppolo, just to be clear. So this would not be a Cousins for Garoppolo trade, and nor would the Vikings have to take Garoppolo back in the trade. The Niners can cut him and eat the $2 million themselves. They can deal with Jimmy Garoppolo. And if they, and if they demand that the Vikings have to deal with Jimmy Garoppolo, then I'm cutting Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Right, but, I'm not paying but you Garoppolo. can do that. Yep. I'm not paying Garoppolo $27 yep. million. I'm with you. He's going somewhere else. All I'm right? with you. The, the reason why you would make this trade is to get draft capital. Call it a second. I, th- I think they might be able to get a first based on what Matthew Stafford went for. Yep. Get the draft capital and get out from underneath a big contract for a non-elite quarterback. Yep. And then you have two options. Once you do that, that's the first thing. Like You have to do that first. And then you have two different options, which are both very appealing to me. Option number one, you could package draft picks. Now, not you, maybe you got a couple first round picks. Now you got the fourteenth, and you got another pick, and you can package and move up to maybe take Zach Wilson in the top two or top three, whatever. Right? Like, and it might take more than just those picks. You might have to trade a future first round pick or something. But you now have the ammunition mm-hmm. in draft capital mm-hmm. to get a young star quarterback, potential star quarterback, but more importantly, who makes. Like twenty million to thirty million dollars less than Kirk Cousins, allowing you for five years to build the rest of your roster the way that you want. A lot easier to find a left guard. A lot easier to find an interior defensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. But the more appealing option would be get draft capital so that you have as much ammunition or close as the other teams that want Deshaun Watson. But you can't do either of those things as long as you have Kirk Cousins under contract. And so if you choose the Kirk the, the keep Kirk Cousins option, right. you better damn well have your hand in the Joe Thune bin in free agency. Like you better know exactly how you're upgrading your offensive line with potentially minimal salary cap space. Mm-hmm. And you better nail your first round pick, whatever that thing winds up being, if you expect to be a Super Bowl so, contender with Kirk Cousins under contract for two more years. So off that point, my question to you then is this. If you're Spielman and you go to the Wilfs privately, the Wilfs, the Wilfs, who do you think, what, which path do you think gives you a better chance to survive a screw it, win now with Kirk, we'll do the best that we possibly can, or an elaborate plan that includes the trading of Kirk to get future assets and privately sets me up to say the next coach is going to be an offensive guy. It's going to be a guy, and we're going to have a, a quarterback in place who we trust more. And so I just I think this this notion, this one track notion that oh they have to win now and it's got to be Kirk. I think you're selling people short as far as what they they will do to survive. Well, I love that you brought this point up because I feel like and and this is this is the reality I think with a lot of professional sports owners, and I think the perception from a fan standpoint is that. 
you're just trying to keep your job. You need to you need to you need to reach like the lowest bar possible wherever it's set to keep your job as a coach as a GM. And the perception is that well, you got to get back to the playoffs to keep your job, right? Right. Like you got to go from right. seven and nine to like nine and seven or ten and six. Yep. That's the bar to keep your job. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is the bar because that's been the bar, quite frankly, since the seventies for the Vikings. The the bar. Among fans, media, ownership, subconsciously or consciously has been get to the playoffs, be relevant. And if you happen to do something a little bit beyond that, once every 10 years, you have a you know, record breaking offense or something and you go into the NFC championship game. That is gravy, baby. That's awesome. If I were the owners at this point and I'm looking at 60 years of franchise history, I'm looking at one of the great franchises in professional sports to not have a championship. It probably is the, the among the four main men's professional sports leagues in this country. Now that the Capitals have won a Stanley Cup, um, you can make a case for like the Utah Jazz or something, but like I think the Vikings are and the Astros finally won a World Series. Yeah, I know it's top three for sure, if yeah. not one. Yep. I think it's the best franchise to never have won a championship yeah. in 60 years of, of this franchise being in the state of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's time to win a Super Bowl. And so my bar, if I'm the owners and I'm talking to Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer, I'm saying, guys, I'm not saying I trust you guys. Rick, you you can build good rosters. And Mike, you're a little rigid and you're a little antiquated. Yeah. But like <laughs> yeah. you you mostly win games. You're well above 500 as a coach. And damn it, you are a great defensive mind if we just get some guys back for you. Mm-hmm. I need you guys to think more creatively about how to win a Super Bowl. I don't care as ownership about winning nine or ten games. I don't care about getting the divisional round anymore. I want what the Chiefs have. I want what the Buccaneers might have. I want bold, creative solutions to win a Super Bowl. And so don't worry. Like I'm not going to just fire you guys for missing the playoffs or whatever. Right. But I will fire you if you don't present me with a plan to win a Super Bowl. That's the blueprint that I want to see if I'm ownership. And to me, that blueprint does not include, you know, paying Kirk Cousins like the seventh most amount of money to the cap. He's not a quarterback that moves the Super Bowl needle. He's a quarterback that definitely moves the playoff needle. He's not shipwrecking your franchise. But as I tweeted this morning, if your math problem is win a Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. he's not a main part of that solution. So guys, present me with some Super Bowl solutions or you're fired, and, period. And, and where I think that the game might have changed on Spielman and Zim, too, is this. So I, the expectation from the from the Wilfs in 2021 is going to be that this team makes the playoffs. But keep in mind, in 2019, the working theory, and I think it was correct, was that if they didn't beat the Saints in that playoff game, Zimmer was going to be traded and or fired. Uh, I would not be surprised if the expectation and the pressure internally for 2021 is you have to win a playoff game, if not two. I, I think one probably saves you ultimately. But the point is, I don't know that making the playoffs um, next year, after the disappointment of two of the last three years with Kirk, of not making the playoffs, period, mm-hmm. I don't know if making the wild card round and losing saves Mike next time. But if I'm Rick, I don't care about that. I I think Mike, look, Mike is a good coach. We know that he is a good coach. He is a defensive 
mastermind when he is on his game completely. All of that being said, if I'm Rick, I don't care because I don't think that Mike can be saved. I, I don't. I This league has changed. And, and if I go and talk to the Wilfs about this and I'm Rick, what I say is, guys, in 2014, which is now, you know, in football lives, 30 years back, I hired a defensive coach to stop offenses because the game was changing at that time. It, it was evolving. It has now evolved and changed completely. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking along the lines of we need to get our ducks in a row. We need to find our next QB. And ultimately, that got, that person is going to have to be coached by a guy who is an offensive mind. And so I am, again, Phil, if I'm Rick, I'm trying to stay a step up ahead of where Mike is at, and I'm trying to foresee the future and give the Wilfs the blueprint of what that future will bring. And I don't think anybody with the team is going to fault Rick for Kirk because you took a swing. Like, that's the thing we need to keep. I don't know why fans can't divorce themselves from you took your shot, which, by the way, I applaud. Bravo. Because if you the, don't... The shot is the success. Yeah. And and if you don't, we we say, what the hell? You know, Aaron Hicks, you kept him and you didn't trade for Cliff Lee, right? Mm-hmm. So if you shoot your shot, good for you. That's awesome. But you also have to be savvy enough to say, we shot the shot. And it went around the rim. <laughs> and it looked like it was going down a three-point shot. And it missed. And you know what? That's life. But this is this is why I really believe that this is this conversation. The most important part is the GM and the staff around him directly to tell the Wilfs what the future is going to be. And and if nothing else, if you set up quarterback flexibility, <clears throat> there's a team in Tampa that did exactly this. And the Vikings have done the same thing. And guess what? That team in Tampa on Sunday, is going to play for a Lombardi trophy. I would okay? argue that the team they're playing against also, well, at least, yeah. at least, well, they at were, least in their minds, had quarterback flexibility. And they were an 11-win season that. or whatever And it was. they were genius. <laughs> but the point being is, I think that from the GM's chair, there is a salvageable standpoint here that makes those who say, Kirk is not going to be traded, this is a ridiculous conversation, mm-hmm. I say to you, you're not seeing this clearly. Yep. And... I, w- I would add one more thing. Yes, the defense was a bigger problem last year than the offense. But the model right now in the NFL seems to be, in terms of winning a Super Bowl, super dynamic offense with a defense that's good, mostly situationally good on third downs, red zone, etc. Mm-hmm. Not the other way around. The Vikings are trying to do it kind of the other way around, which is we need a great defense and an offense that can like hold its own once in a while, especially if we get the game blueprint that we want, which is take a lead early and run the ball down their throats. You need an offense that can play from ahead, behind, throw it 50 times if necessary, come from down 20 points and make a big comeback. The Vikings are built offensively to be really, really good when the game conditions are ripe for what they want to do. Yes. That's pretty much it. If they don't take a lead If they don't get out in front by 10 points and lean on somebody, um, let's just put it this way. You can count on one hand in Kirk Cousins' career how many fourth-quarter comebacks he and this offense have in three years. Real quick here, because it looks like we do have a phone guest to get to um, who might have something to add to this discussion. 
What's the percent chance right now, you think, with all the smoke that we're seeing? There's no Adam Schefter in Towering Inferno bomb yet, but like right. all the smoke. Right. Percent chance Kirk Cousins gets traded. Oh, it's. I'll say right now, I'll say realistically, 10%. I'm at about 15. 15 to I think it's like I think it's I think it's like twenty to thirty. Yeah, I think it's twenty it's to thirty. It's building. It's it's honestly it, building. It feels like it is. I almost it's need terrible. that awesome. next step. It, if if Tucker had explained his tweet more, yeah. if Ross had come out and said, "I'm hearing and here's blah," I think I'd probably be more twenty five. Judd, you should just tweet something vague right now. Tweet cousins to the Niners. <laughs> Mul- or cousins <laughs> multiple teams? Question mark. <laughs> Leverage. <laughs> Leverage. Oh, man. Uh, by the way, uh, Declan is doing a great job running the Score North Instagram account. Uh, we are active on Instagram at Score North, S-K-O-R North, if you partake in such social media uh, visual platforms. <laughs> I'm on Instagram at Phil Mackey. And what's yours, Declan? It's uh, the underscore Dexter. The underscore Dexter, yep. if you want to follow Declan Live on Instagram. Ends. so. Hit us up on Instagram. We're, uh, our goal is to, we, we're over 6,000 followers. We'd love to get to like 10,000 followers by the end of the year. And uh, in return, we'll give you valuable daily fun speculation and other mm-hmm. things. So at Score North, at Phil Mackey, at the underscore Dexter. Judd, you're on Instagram too. You haven't been super yeah, active. At Jay Zolgad, yeah. At Jay Zolgad, yep. if you want to pressure Judd into being active on the gram. Yeah, it's sort of high school yearbook. I just don't enjoy it as much as Twitter. <laughs> Randy and Cottage Grove. Happy reckless speculation season, Randy. What's going on, man? Yeah, you. Uh, first of all, um, what what is it called? Uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, Instagram. Instagram. The, the gram. The gram. Are, are you is, on the gram? Is that a, is that another one of these dating apps? I mean, well, for, for Declan, it's probably it's, been. It's, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> got me some got me some good places and some really bad places, Randy. So it depends on the poison you want to take. I mean, it's not it's not officially a dating site like yeah. uh, like J Date. Yeah, the one don't that you start using don't start week. stalking well, off I, that, I Randy. Quit, I I quit. Uh, I had to log off uh, J Date. Uh, you were right about that. It, it, it there's sort of a quiz, and I'm not I'm not of that persuasion. We but, uh, tried to tell you last week. He's a man this of morals. Week, uh, th- this week was uh, I introduced uh, myself to Tinder. Oh, um, okay. it just is fresh, oh, new. Right. You know, it's new, so I don't really have a lot to report yet. But from what I hear, it's uh, it, it is active. I mean, it is a it is a place where people are are, are let, as we used to say, cruising the strip. Yeah, are you uh, are you finding yourself swiping right quite a bit, or what's your? What's I your go. Strategy? I just uh, I just so far just. You know, put some some stuff on there and just let it sit so they come to me. Oh wow, ballsy! So move, you must be a good looking guy, Randy. Yeah. You must be a handsome yeah, man. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't. I mean, I've never used Tinder, but don't well, you both? Don't you both have to swipe in agreement that you? Well, if I do that, then I'll just go ahead. I'll swipe them all. Well, well, if <laughs> if if you're looking for that strategy, then you should look into Bumble because it's basically that. That's what it is. It's the Sadie Hawkins version of of dating apps, where the, where where the girl finds you and she has to initiate the conversation. You know, I, I I'm not old fashioned. I I I like to think of uh, like a lot of different uh, guys. You know, let the lady uh, take the lead. So that's uh, that. There we'll, you go. Uh, we'll, we'll look into that too. But you you want to talk about. Um, Reckless speculation. Uh, I got reckless speculation. Yeah, I, 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 I threw a little proposal out there. Um, really? On, on my uh, uh, on my tweet, uh, 
Randy Vike 69. Uh, and uh, it, it's getting a little, some likes. I think people are kind of starting to see the light on this thing. And, uh, you know, it, it, I'll try to try and give you the, the sort of the Reader's Digest of it, but Rick, if you're listening, you know, might want to jot it down. I, I think I think Rick is a daily listener at this point. I'm pretty sure we're driving all the front office decisions and thinking oh, right now. So, God, yeah, no doubt he is listening well, or watching. Thing, this. First of all, if, if Rick, if you're not on the horn on this thing, you're an absolute bozo, and 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 you you deserve to get can't get your ass canned. Uh, you know, after this year for sure, if you're not on the horn on this thing, you know, take a swing. Step up to the dish and, uh, you know, take a cut, take a, take a big cut. And, uh, as you've said, uh, uh, you know, Jeff, uh, the, in the past, the, 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 uh, the wolves have not been uh, shy about making a splash, get getting in the hot tub and, and slashing their arms around a little bit. And, uh, this is time, you know, it's time now uh, you got Rogers coming off of an MVP season. You got Detroit doing a, doing a retool. Getting some picks, and in Chicago, I bet I, I bet they're going to get off. Uh, I, bet, I bet they're going to get off uh, turbo. By the way, if they do, we should take a flyer. But uh, I, I might, you know, my no my, turbo, my, no, no turbo. Mitchell Turbisky, yeah, I, yeah, I no we turbo. Get we get it. And, but uh, you know, now it's it's time, Rick. It's time to look around the division. Time to look around the NFC, and and say, my my ass is. I got news for you, Rick. Your ass is on the hot seat. It already is. This is it. This is this this next year, Randy. It sounds like it sounds like you're saying Rick should make the call to get the hall. Make, make the, the call, call to get, get the hall. Make the call to get the hall. Yeah, uh, yeah. If that's what it takes, I mean. So here, here, here. I'll just run you guys through it, and this is this. It, this checks out. I mean, the math on this thing it does check out. Uh, you 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 take uh, you take uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, who who sucks, but that's fine. Uh, uh, he's overpaid. He doesn't suck, but he's overpaid. Yeah, he's not. He's, uh, but, he's not bringing enough. Uh, if, ROI, uh, he's not bringing enough ROI. Not enough ROI. If if, uh, if if Mike Shanahan likes him, send him out. Send him out to to uh, to the Niners, and and we'll get back. We'll take back uh, uh, Jimmy G. Because uh, okay. they got to dump him uh, if they do that deal. We'll take back Jimmy G. And we'll take back uh, you know first round pick. I mean if Stafford. If Stafford commanded all that, Jack, you know, all that in return, we'll take uh, Jimmy G and a pick, and then we'll go. And this is where it gets fun. Then we're going to go ahead and spin Jimmy G. Wow, to the to the Patriots. I like where you're oh, going. Wow. I love where you're at right and, now. Uh, and 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 Bill Bill loves Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. He, he he still does. And he 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 he's not going to go to war with Cam again. And he's not going to go to war with uh, Jason Jason Stratham or whatever his name is. What? So, uh, movie? and then, oh, uh, their, their other quarterback, oh, sorry. we, we trade, uh, trade Jimmy G to, to, uh, Patriots. And then the Patriots ship us a, a pick, maybe a second mm. for Jimmy G, uh, which would by the way, be a fleecing cause he's, he's awful. Uh, and then you got those picks, you package them, you take those picks, you package them with, uh, maybe even our first round number 12 and you call up, uh, Houston and you say, uh, I don't even know who is in charge there anymore, but uh, you say uh, uh, Bill. I think it's Bill O'Brien. Bill. Yep. Sure. Uh, you uh, you want to dance? We got it. We got a little bit of a. Uh, uh, we we got a little bit of a dress that I think you're going to like the look of when you get oh. on the floor. And All that's right. that's a that's a couple of picks, maybe three, 
two firsts and a second, and and uh, either Daniel Hunter or uh, you know uh, Eric Kendricks, whatever it takes, Anthony Barr, just some kind of a guy to to sweeten the pot. And then they send over uh, Deshaun Jackson, and we're in business. And, yeah. and if they if they don't want to do that, if if uh, if Bill doesn't want to do that deal, then you shift the focus to the top of the board. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Bill O'Brien has a pretty good connection with Deshaun Jackson. I don't know if he's going to imagine be doing to pull the all that, that work one. to get Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Oh it's my God! It. No. It, it, it's worth it, and 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 he's a stud. I mean, he is one of the <laughs> one of the guys in this league that I look at and say he's a generational uh, kind of a talent. And you you get him, and you elevate your offense, and. Uh, and if they can't do that, though, then 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 you shift to the to look at the board and you say, all right, we got a pick from the Niners, we we got that pick from the New England for shipping out Jimmy G, and we package all those picks and move up uh, and 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 take uh, T Law or 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 or, or, take, or go to number two and and uh, take the Mormon uh, guy or or whoever. Be but like there's a, there's a lot of studs on that board at quarterback, so. If you can't make the move for for Jackson with all those moves, I said, still make those moves and then just take all that capital and, and slide up the board and 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 make a splash. Rick, it is time to, to get in the hot tub uh, to 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 get frisky. You know, get get in the hot tub and, and don't be afraid to take take your trunks off and, and get nuts. Go go nuts and and, and splash around. He's in there by himself. He can do what he why, wants. Why does he have to take his trunks off? That's weird. Yeah. He, if he wants to get good traction and swim, he's got to do it. So, like, Rick, get in the tub, crank up the heat, and come out victorious and show us what you're made of. Don't show us too much. Oh, okay. oh, oh, all right. Okay. I really liked where he was going until the trunks thing. That got a little weird at the end there. Like, I, I feel guess. like it's something that he's done. Yeah. yeah. Okay, how Randy would you, and how would you guys feel if the Vikings did all these things uh, and traded and, and traded two firsts and a second for Deshaun Jackson and, and accidentally <laughs> were like, did we just get that old wide receiver back? You guys ever misclick on a fantasy draft? <laughs> sounds like that's what may have happened. I, I did it. What? I got Deshaun Jackson. No. Oh, God. Um, I mean, who says no? I'm assuming he meant Deshaun Watson, who, and I'm assuming he meant Jack Easterby instead of Bill O'Brien. <laughs> I liked his. Um, I like the Patriots thing. I like the Garoppolo. You take Garoppolo and spin him. They're probably yeah, they're probably desperate enough to give a second. But I don't for think, Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think San Francisco would just do that. Would do that part straight. But anyway, I sort of like it. Yeah, why wouldn't San Francisco just but, trade Jimmy G to the Patriots for a second round? Yeah, and I think he's going to get released and so he's just gonna sign probably with the Patriots. But I like I like a lot of what he said until he went to Rick taking off his trunks in the hot tub. Yeah. Make the call. Get the hall. Make the call. Get the hall. (laughs) So go ahead. And then you make the change because it won't be strange. Phil Mackey. You know, the one thing that sets Phil apart is Phil's been really good for the game. He takes time out for people. And Judd Zolgad. One of the most well-respected, esteemed journalists. Guy seems to break news before you even knew there was something to break. Mackey and Judd. Football. Reminder on Purple Daily that we have two YouTube channels. One is Purple Daily, and the other one is Score North MN, uh, which also includes a lot of Vikings discussions. But if you want to see our ugly bearded faces, in the case of Judd and I, Declan has been trying to grow a beard for a yeah, while. Little man boy over here, sprouting. Yep. yep. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channels. We uh, I think we just eclipsed fifteen thousand total subscribers, so it's been it's been fun building that up, and we thank you guys for for coming along with us too. Every Tuesday on the show, Declan reviews something. Recently, it's been potential Vikings quarterback uh, draft prospects. 
But this week, we're making Declan go down a little bit of a different path here, much to Judd's chagrin. And Dex, I think we have, this is an old Mackie and Judd intro that okay. doesn't apply perfectly to what you're about to review, but people okay. will get the hint. And now, Phil Mackie updates Judd Zolgad on the latest happenings from The Bachelorette. All right, sir, fire away. Wow. What's happening on The Bachelor with Matt James? Okay, so you I got want... two minutes to give us a rapid fire update. Oh, we're them two, and then we will. I think analyze. I gave you thirty seconds. Okay. Disclaimer: I, I didn't start really watching this season until last week's episode, so this is only the second episode I've seen of the season. But also, I feel like it was the perfect time to jump into the show because new people entered last week, and then all of the toxic culture was kind of removed yesterday on the show. Okay. Phil, did you see the episode? I have not, but that's okay. You can spoil it. Okay, I'll catch up. So. Basically, what has happened is Anna and Victoria have been like the two mean girls of the entire show. Victoria They're just awful. Just the worst, v- v- Victoria, especially. Like, Anna, I kind of feel some res- uh, some remorse for, but not really. Victoria okay. is single handedly one of the worst human beings I have ever seen. A C- couple things, real quick, about Victoria. So, her, so they always put when they show these women on TV and the men when it's you know the other way around. Uh-huh. They'll say so, like if they if they're talking into the camera, it'll put their name, their age, and their job. Yeah. Okay. And for Victoria, it's Victoria, 29 or whatever she is, queen. Queen. She's a queen. She's a queen. Yeah. What? So I, she's I've either heard, unemployed I've heard, uh, or... I've heard rumors. My oh. sources have told me she's even a producer that they've planted on the show. I don't know if I believe that rumor, Just, but I'm throwing that out there. She also doesn't wear makeup, and I'm not one to judge, but... but Whoa. Maybe. So this is a problem? Uh, I'm not one to judge. I'm not one to judge. So... Anna and Victoria are the mean girls. Should she wear makeup is the question. Not here to judge. Anna spread a rumor about this uh, about a woman named Brittany, who I believe joined the show last week as part of the newbies, that Brittany was an escort in Chicago. Wasn't true. So one of the contestants tells Matt, the bachelor, that this is happening. So Matt comes in super hot and like basically cancels the cocktail party, asks to sit down Dude. Anna about all this stuff. Anna's face is completely telling that she knows she just got wow. got. It's awesome. Dude, when you cancel the cocktail party, it's, it's on. It's real. It means that you're foregoing your chance you know what to this mingle like? with your future wife. This sounds a lot like the a show that Don watches all the time called Below Deck. Yeah, it's probably very similar. I think what's happened is... A lot so, of so, angst. So The Bachelor started... Is is Below Deck, is it a dating show or is it just a it's reality a, show? It's a reality show about okay. a, a crew of young, very attractive people. People that work on on like uh, yachts. Yes. Okay. Are they being, the same type of are thing. Are they being eliminated systematically? Or are they no, just no, but there's the always drama. Okay. There's always drama. We can't just have one good day. So Matt basically sits down Anna one on one, calls her calls a spade a spade, and asks her to leave the show. Literally, wow. literally escorts her out. She's gone. Before Anna, the even rose ceremony. Anna also likes to talk do that? without moving her teeth. Yeah. So she'll sit she'll sit there so, and she'll talk. And she's an escort. And she's one of us, but she Fire now lives Marshall in Chicago. Fire Marshall back again. She's from Minnesota, but she, but she lives in Chicago. Chicago. You dirty ratchet. So we aren't going to claim her then. So then the rose ceremony happens. Uh-huh. Victoria's all up in arms because it's coming down to the last row. She hasn't gotten one yet. She's a mean girl, too. And then she doesn't get a rose, so she gets eliminated. Doesn't even hug Matt goodbye. Oh, what? Doesn't even hug Matt goodbye. Oh, show some respect. Calls Matt, I quote, he is a jester, and I will never date a Matt again as long as I both shall live. Oh, my God. Yes. And now, Phil Mackey updates Judd Zolgad 
on the latest happenings from The Bachelorette. I mean, well, wait, I the disrespect. Li- I sort of like that. No. Good for her. She stood up for herself. No, but she she basically goes on this entire rampage monologue that it's, this is cancel culture, essentially, that all these new girls that have <laughs> yeah, come in the fold are basically sabotaging everyone else. I love the cancel culture thing oh, I now. I love it. So, like, anytime you act like a jackass and people want to... Re, re, remove privileges from you and yep. put you in timeout. It's cancel culture. culture. There, this is a free country. Cancel no, culture an and fake so, news now. Because yeah. If I don't like what you said, it's fake news. Yep. Because Brittany uh, was the person who was being called an escort and then Matt feels bad for her, she gets the first rose. So that was also a big deal. Yeah. So Victoria gets booted off, Anna gets booted off, the mean girls are gone. Now it's the one-on-one date. He actually pitched, uh, picks Rachel. And Rachel, I love Dude, her. Rachel's from Edina. No, right? no, no, Oh, no, that's no, no. the other guy. That's Michelle, and I'll Sorry. get to her. I have a note on her. R- Rachel's great, but she's super innocent. You can tell that she's in a little over her head. They take on, they go on the shopping spree. He spoils her, gets some Louis Vuittons. Like, the girls are all super jealous. Dude, if you need a Louis Vuitton bag, we aren't going to get married. I I'm love, sorry. I feel really bad for her because I do think she's a great person, and she's going to get her heart broken on this show. Why do you need a Louis Vuitton bag? I don't Why know. Why do you feel bad for it's a contestant because on she, this show? I wouldn't feel bad for I anybody. They all deserve what they think get. she's a sweet girl, and she's going to get caught up in this show. If it helps you, I think there's been reports that she may have a few racist tweets out there. Oh. And Instagram posts. Yeah, she come may on. Be a little racist. Come on, so, man. It's, it, right. it's all screwed. That was the solo date. Finally, on the on, on the group date, it's uh, they go to a farm because down in the heart, as Matt says, I'm a country boy from Raleigh, North Carolina. So they go and they're basically shoveling, you know what, uh, on a farm. And on the group date, Matt does a humongous secret makeout session with Piper. Wow, Piper, huh? And the girls Dude. and all the ladies see it. What? See, that's 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 shots yeah. fired right there. Yeah, and you so make then, out with Piper in front of the other gals. Now, who's Piper? Uh, she, I believe, is. I, don't I actually know don't Chicago. know who Piper is. Um. You'd recognize her if you've seen the show, Phil. I know Judd hasn't. Uh, but Michelle, mm. our girl from Edina, the one that went on the one-on-one date last week that Phil has picked to win The Bachelor. I think she's at the top of the power down. rankings I right think now. so, too. But here's mm. the issue. Michelle saw the makeout session, and now she's finally understanding the trepidations of being on The Bachelor. It's tough. That the guy that she likes, is now he's now making out with other people in front of her. It's really tough. So she has a sit-down with him and says, like, I like, I like you so much, but I don't know if I can do this show anymore. So Michelle is is conflicted, yep. and then it ends with MJ and I believe, and I'm blanking on her name, but MJ and and one of the other contestants getting this one on one. Doris, not Doris. It's it's from she's from Texas, and it's killing me. Uh, any, it's not Melania. I want to say it's Melania, but it's not. And Marge. And they go and they basically the, the episode ends with one of these two girls is going to go home because they're still spreading rumors. And we're trying to get down to who's the bottom of the rumor, rumor spreaders. That's been your bachelor update. <laughs> And now, Phil Mackey updates Judd Zolgad on the latest happenings from The Bachelorette. So, how how many shows are left? Well, in there, this there was eight contestants, I believe, after the rose ceremony. Oh, we're down to eight? And, yes. Dude, we got to have more than eight. I thought there was like 20. Yeah, like, we're. Phil, well, aren't you watching? They said they're through. Yeah, there was like 20 watching. last week. Chris Harrison said they are through the halfway point. So, he yeah, said that during this, the show. This is going to run through March, probably. Yeah, I think I think this runs well, through it, March. Yeah, if it runs through March, then if there's eight left, like that would make sense. And this is the Bachelor. Yeah, not to be confused with the Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise That's is more one. like Below Deck, where they just yes. put a bunch of people. Yeah, the goal is to like find the love of your life and get married, but really it's just like that'd be get, my, get drunk and cause drama. That'd be and, my ideal situation. Yeah, would be Bachelor in Paradise. It'll I wouldn't go on fun. Bachelorette, but I or Bachelor, but I would I would go on Bachelor in Paradise. That's what you should do. Apply. I don't know. We should actually put Declan. That would be it. Would be great. I don't know. 
What? what I could do, do the paradise you're, situation. I couldn't you're, do you're the paradise. You can't drama. get to paradise I am until you go to the I am built for the paradise show. situation. That is totally okay. I'm not built for the other situation. I think you love the drama, though. Oh, I do. I, I, I enjoy I mean, you'd be drama. great with the are drama. You, when you say you wouldn't love the real Bachelor, uh, Bachelor, are you saying you wouldn't love being like one of 30 guys Correct. buying for a woman or the other way around having to choose? I, I, I wouldn't. Well, go- I wouldn't be okay with being one of 30 dudes buying for a woman. Right. But you'd be fine with choosing one. Uh, yeah, that's why Paradise. I, well, I don't know if I'd be good at choosing one. I would. Get no, you wouldn't. Like but, that, but that's Dude. what. You wouldn't be good, which is what would make it good. The weirdest part about last season, like, so these are sort of pandemic seasons, and the the one where where it was the Bachelorette, and they had two different Bachelorettes because the first one Claire chose her guy like in the second episode, but then they broke up like three months later. Why would you choose your guy in the second episode? That seems like she, a bad. Yeah, she derailed the show. She de- yeah, and then they brought in a new Bachelorette. Oh. And but here's what happened. So normally, once they get to the fantasy suite part, Judd, then the fantasy suites is you like told me about the fantasy suite before. They get to spend a night, and yeah. do whatever they want, yeah. right? Yeah. But ordinarily, once they get to that part in the show, everyone is like kind of they're off in a different country, and everyone's kind of off in their own little hotels. Like they're not around each other anymore. Okay. So you know that she's dating another guy or two, but, like, you don't have to interact with them anymore. Right. Well, during the pandemic one, they were all in the same, like, small area. Okay. And so these dudes, there's three guys left, and it's Fantasy Suite Week. And, like, one guy would get called to go and, like, hang out. And then he'd come back the next morning, and then they're all sitting on the couch together. And then the next guy goes off. And so if you're the third guy, you know that, like... Oh, the no. other two, yeah, like, I'm, these I'm out on that. <laughs> I'm out on being the third guy. Oh man, no thanks. So, anyways, uh, I tap out. It's, a, <laughs> it's yeah. also it's also a Twins Tuesday. We're gonna win, Twins. We're gonna score. We're gonna win, Twins. What's that baseball score? And so the Twins made their splash last week, yeah, signing we one anymore. of the great defensive shortstops ever well. in Andrelton Simmons. The big news this week is that Major League Baseball proposed a bunch of new amendments to the collective bargaining agreement for this season only. They wanted to uh, they wanted to bring a couple things that they agreed on last year back into the mix in 2021, like universal DH, runner at second base, and extra innings. They wanted to cut eight games off the schedule, but still pay the players the same amount of money and move everything back by a month. And the players rejected that proposal, so they're just going to go back to the original agreement which is spring training starts in a couple weeks. The season starts on April 1st. No DH, no runner at second base. And the no DH thing is good news for the Twins because it cuts half of the teams out of the Nelson Cruz sweepstakes. So mm-hmm. I think this means it's much more likely Nelson Cruz comes back to the Twins now that like the Dodgers can't really do anything with him. So now we're supposed to start spring training in February at the normal time, correct? Yep. And, and we're not yep. going to have expanded playoffs, which is actually probably too bad. Um are we done now, too? Like, is this all going to go smooth, or is there something else? Like, with baseball, I just don't trust them. The only thing that would derail it now is a COVID outbreak that okay. like, blows up the season. So so we're not going to have Manfred and and the boys come back here and be like, well, on second thought, let's propose this now. I don't think so, because all the other leagues are up and running. Like, NFL just finished their full season, yep. and that's much more of a contact I just don't sport. trust baseball. Um, I will say this. I... I am not a huge DH guy, as both of you guys know. But if we had the DH to have a runner on second to start extras, okay, I'm going DH. Like I don't; those things had to be tied to each other. I don't. I don't like this rolling back. So what are we now going to see? Games again that go eighteen, nineteen. I mean, that's way too much. It's ridiculous. So does that mean did we? 
We had a, we had an expanded roster last year. Are we just back to what are I we at? So, yeah. Twenty six. What's the official roster size? I think it was twenty six men. Yeah, I think that's what they okay. went to a couple of years ago. So, but I mean, I don't I don't like this at all. I mean, I don't understand. He, he, I understand. I've read some some smart legal people's assessment on what happened. Like number one, it looks like the players are just saying, "Well, we just don't want to lose leverage," and that's sort of what's happening. Yep. Um, the players are basically saying, "Well, if." If we have to reach a new agreement with them, it means like opening up all these things, and we'd rather just keep the agreement that we've had for years that, that ends after the season. Absolutely. And so I kind of understand that, but the current agreement sucks for fan interest. There's so many things wrong with it. Teams can't compete at the lower end of the financial scale unless you're the Rays, and yes. everyone should know what their secret sauce is. Um, so... It's frustrating that baseball can't get out of its own way. It is right now, undoubtedly, I think broken. I think our internet just crashed here too. No, it's so. okay. It's a, it, we're okay. Okay, Honor, you keep going. Okay, you're fine. So, um, but if the if if what comes out of this is the Twins get Nelson Cruz back, I'm for it, even mm-hmm. if it means that the league itself is worse off because some of the rules are not going to be maintained from last year. No expanded play. I have one question: Where is Trevor Bauer going? And when will he sign? He is your he is the best marquee free agent on the market. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Where is he going? When will he sign? And at one point, like if you're the twins, do you just swoop in with a great one year contract and say, dude, you know us, you like Derek, come pitch for us. Here is your here is your dream. What would that a one, one year, year contract? I think for him to sign We'd a one like year contract. We'd like to win contract, a World Series. I don't think he's going to sign a one year contract because I think he probably has like a bunch of five year deals yeah, on the table. Get shot right in the groin, then what's up? But could but could you tell him? Listen, dude, uh, we'll give you forty million dollars for one saying. year. That's what I'm saying. Forty million dollars for one year. Let's I don't think there's series. no way they would do that. No, I, but I but if the point is we've lost eighteen consecutive playoff games, right? We would like to win. Not just a playoff game. We would like to take a shot, a serious one-year run here at a World Series title. We will give you X amount for one year. And then you're back on the market. You can, you know, try and get a three-year, four-year. I don't care. But, you you know, I like, when's this going to break? Yeah, I don't think Trevor Bauer is going to sign. I think he's probably got his own workout routine, so he doesn't care as much about, like, like he'll yeah, find hitters right. to throw to. So I don't think he cares as point. much about like, oh, spring training starts in two weeks. I he think he's like coaching really. Yeah, I think he's right. more like, I'll figure it out myself. Like if I have to work out on my own for six weeks, I guarantee he has that plan. Yep. So his deadline is probably April first. That the, you're he'll, probably right. He'll say, "Trust me, I'll have myself ready. I'll yeah. find a couple guys that I can throw batting practice to and whatnot, and I'll ramp up my pitch counts, and I can coach myself because I'm Trevor Bauer. <laughs> That's the way he thinks. Yep. But yeah, like I don't know the. the the, the twins should definitely. I, they're not in the mix. Like, there's no way that. The, no, they're not. But their I'm strategy just, has been like one and two year deals yeah, for these other guys. I know. Anyways, we're gonna win, twins. We're gonna score. We're gonna win, twins. What's that baseball score? Okay, it's time to wrap with Roycey as uh, we do. And Patrick, my day got off to a great start. Do you know why? Why? Driving down ninety four, I got flipped off. It felt normal. What? A woman was upset. I wasn't going fast enough because I was trying to go around a truck and I was a little bit skittish. 
and yeah. she and she got right by me and gave me the old middle finger. It felt damn good. It felt normal. We've been talking about how fast the youth of America, and I mean everybody younger than me, you know, is driving. And I've noticed that from the late from the females too. They are going like hell. I had I had uh, one going through the tunnel the other day. <laughs> And, you know, when you go through the tunnel, when you're going west, you kind of have to have, sometimes people are over there in a lane they don't want to be in and yep. they come over. So you, you're you kind of cautious as to, well, bed for life, this woman came by me and just, she didn't flip me off, but she might as well have because I was only going about 60 coming out of the tunnel instead of 75. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the aggressive driving of the pandemic has been amazing. I think everybody realizes it's very unlikely the cops are going to stop us in this in this environment. You know, I, I know. Yeah. Why, you know, I, I just I see very few cops stopping people now. So uh it's uh, it's crazier now. That's uh, uh, you know everybody's everybody's driving like they have a crotch rocket now. Those guys that you know, those guys on the little motorcycles that go flying by you on Sunday nights. Uh, You're right. It's crazy out there. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. So, but yeah, yeah. I got well, the good long. I got the good long. You know, middle uh-huh. fi- middle fi- finger was fantastic. I was very happy about it. <laughs> it, it, it made my a- day. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't a quick flash. It was no, it was the good, the long, long one, and it was very, <laughs> very satisfying. And I thought to myself, this actually makes me very happy. Yes. You know what I do whenever that happens? When I see them behind me and they're mad, I slow her down a little Of bit. course you do. Yes, just to slow her down. The ultimate trolling move is to just <laughs> slow it right. down just a little bit. Oh, and then they rip out, and you know they're going to, when we're driving to, to, to the radio station there, that. You know, when you get three legs and blah blah blah, right. you come by the, you come by the thirty-five exit there, and people are moving. That's that's when you want to make sure you speed up to make sure this person <laughs> over on the right who desperately wants to get around, then you speed up. You're you terrible. Know? Yes, yes. It's, you got to have fun when you're driving. It's not all constant. I don't trust people though. Fun, I don't know? trust people. I always think someone's going to have a gun or something eventually. Oh, yeah, well, I get very concerned about that one. You have to take your choice between concentration or agitation. And I generally, <laughs> I generally fall on the side of agitation. Uh, that is not surprising in the least. No. So uh, what are we... Uh... Uh, what are we uh, talking about today? What do we got going? Kirk Cousins. We are... We are be- because Do it's we not really think San Francisco wants it. Uh, the thing about this is, Pat, the amount of speculation from more sources is starting. And so I think San Francisco does want him, but I don't know that they would pay the price that the Vikings want. But damn, it's fun to talk about. Oh, sure. It's sure so much it fun is. to talk about. Yes, it is. It's, uh, you know, get, get people all stirred up because it, the funny thing is, Viking fans in the second half of this season, kind of started to change their mind on it. He isn't that bad. He's not the problem. Yeah. After there was some games earlier in the season, if they had fans in the dome, he wouldn't have been able to come out and play after the first half of the Atlanta game. They would have been throwing objects at him. And then later on, his, you know, his numbers got better. And they, you know, listen, with the weapons they have here offensively, 
you ought to be good, right? Yes. Jefferson, so the, absolutely. The, you, you're going to take Garoppolo back? Is that the deal? No. Well, our our thought is is because they they can basically get out from the uh, his contract easily. So the thought is get back the draft picks and then turn around and at least approach the Texans about Watson. Yeah, but Watson's at least do. Not, and if you can't we, do that, try and draft one. Uh, try to move up and yes, because you if, if you got their, yeah, their first round pick is twelve and fourteen, you're not getting more than one first rounder. No, because, no, but you I could mean, take not, theirs. You it, might not even get a first rounder. But if you did, and you they're drafting four or twelfth, you're drafting fourteenth. So if you got twelve and fourteen, it's now far, far more plausible to try and get up than to take a quarterback if you like a quarterback. As somebody pointed out. That uh, without Kirk Cousins, San Francisco has the worst worst quarterback in their division, mm-hmm. and with Kirk Cousins, they will have the worst quarterback in their division. You got Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Stafford. Stafford. You know what? Stafford and Cousins are sort of a wash, in my opinion. I don't know that Stafford uh, no, is clearly better. better. Well, we think he is, just because we feel sorry for him. Well, yeah, with that collection of months. But uh, I think they're pretty I, close. I, I put Stafford a, a peg ahead of uh, of Cousins, but yeah, it's something to talk about. That's that's for sure. But I I still can't believe Kyle Shannon wakes up every morning saying, "Oh boy, I wish I could get Kirk Cousins back." I don't believe that. it's a crush, Pat. You know, it doesn't make sense. We don't care why. It's just that he thinks I can change Kirk into a Super Bowl quarterback. That's the most important thing. That's all you care about. I can I, I can fix him. For- I got news for Kirk, though. He has better weapons here than he'll have in San Francisco. That is true. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, oh, yeah, they're, you know, they're great here. Yeah, the coach wants I mean, to run the football, Pat. Yeah. That you, I don't think you get Watson. I don't think Watson would come here. I don't think you'd be on his list. I think I you could get him to come to here. Come here for, I don't think he wants to come here and work with a crusty 65-year-old one-eyed coach. (laughs) Oh, I didn't tell you my idea? My idea is if if you can get him, part of the the recruiting pitch is we will fire Zim immediately and bring in your guy, Bianca. Yes, we talked about that. That's right. I I would do that, yes. uh, That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah, I would do. But I still don't know about I still like. I think if you give him his choice between here and Miami, he's going to Miami. And and they're and they're and they're if they trade with Miami, they're getting a, they're getting their quarterback. That's true. Young quarterback back. So, but it's um, it's good to talk about. That so. is true. Hey, who, so yeah. who, if you if you get rid of Cousins and don't get Watson, then what do you do? Well, if I get. If I get San Francisco's first round pick, which is twelve, I package it with fourteen. I move up and draft a quarterback. Trey Lance. If you like Trey Lance, I mean the kid from, from BYU, Marshall, you Zach Wilson, to be your quarterback. At, that one, uh, that one scares me because he played one showcase game. That does scare me. Yes, I don't know. Yeah. If, you know, he didn't play for I don't a year. Know who the third one is? I guess the guy from BYU, Zach Wilson. Right? That's, that's the third one. Yeah, I don't know. It's Lawrence but Fields, if you're, Wilson, if you're Lance. A rookie quarterback, and it's not Lawrence. You're destined to be eight and eight. Right, but if I'm but if I'm Rick, I I will sell the Wilfs on the fact that I've got 
Got a plan, which also includes firing Zim after 2021. See, at some point in time, Rick is going to bail on Mike and try and save his own ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about it. So that's my goal is to say I have a five-year controllable quarterback now. I've got a plan, which also includes the next coach being an offensive guy instead of (laughs) a defensive guy. I've thought this whole thing out a lot. I would imagine we have Purple Daily coming up today, and there's going to be a lot of the same conversation. <laughs> there might be an that. entire roundup of cousin trade speculation slash rumors, yes. All right. So uh, what's the latest on Marco Rossi? Uh, what's, what's, what's the latest on that kid? Uh, we still have, have not been told officially. We don't know officially what the disease is. Right. And, so. and they said that there's more testing to be done, which I don't know if that's true or not. But um, – He's not going. Well, why don't we go to Austria? The only the last yeah. time they had the leading medical expert, it was Sigmund Freud. For God's sake, <laughs> what are we doing here? You know, <laughs> I mean, why do we send him to Austria? We got the Mayo Clinic. He's with mom and dad because he wanted to go home to his parents. He's nineteen. I know he's a. He's so a, you would have told him, "Sorry, kid, you're staying here. You're going to Rochester." That's right. He's uh, he's a mama's boy. Obviously, <laughs> you really want a hockey player who's a mama's boy. You don't want a hockey player who's a mama's. Call Bill Guerin. You made a terrible pick. Why? Because he's a mama's boy. <laughs> That's a little. Who is, you know, is Don Cherry still on TV? No, they took him off a year ago. For, for shocking, racist, shockingly for a yes. Homophobic, uh, yes, he finally you know, pushed it's it too funny far. Funny a guy could wear that suit coat and be homophobic, isn't it? Uh, unbelievable. It was, uh, it was. It was. He spent thirty know, years trying to say things to get fired, and he finally accomplished it. He could have had a fashion line, uh, and instead he uh, turned into a raving homophobic racist. Uh, I think he would have voted for Trump. You think? I might have just a I, I really do. small chance he might have endorsed Donald Trump. So one thing we haven't talked about, but I saw a big raving thing on uh, Twitter today. The Big Ten with baseball and softball, they have not announced. It's February. This you know these teams start playing in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're not going to let them travel around the country. But here's how stupid Kevin Ryan is. Okay. Kevin Warren is, excuse me. There's probably a Kevin Warren at Ryan out there that's dumb too. But mm-hmm. Kevin Warren. They have said that the original plan back in November was conference only games. Right. Isn't that really wise in baseball where you can play Mankato State and North Dakota State and everybody else yeah you're right baseball teams in the region yeah but we're gonna say we're only playing conference games this guy is an idiot okay he's dumber than manfred and we send him to him and we keep lauding him for being he works for the vikings he's a moron (laughs) softball too softball too conference games only softball you can go play four against saint mary's in two days you know yeah why won't they what, why wouldn't why they do that? You, You're right. Why wouldn't you encourage, say, non-conference games, but like Omaha, Nebraska, and mm-hmm. Creighton mm-hmm. have a big, like, three-game weekend series every year that, you know, the some kind of a big rival. You're not going to let Nebraska play Creighton, which so is in Omaha. Are, are we concerned this is because the smaller schools don't have the same testing programs as the Big Ten schools, or? No, it's just because they're... 
tried to. Or is it just because they're idiots? I guess. I, I just trying to limit everything. You know, it's not, not like the Gophers in, in this environment. The, they're not going to open up the U.S. Bank Stadium for them to play, I presume. So. Yeah, you're probably right. But, although I don't know why not. I suppose they just don't want to go through the expense <laughs> of opening it up right. without having fans there. But so they couldn't play anyway if you're not going to let them get on planes and fly places. But what are we waiting for? Of course, Major League Baseball. I was going to say, that's what I was going to ask you about next. Yeah. Are they a uh, go now? Is this just going to be, they're going to start on time now and then things are fine? Supposedly, players say they're going to, they're going to fulfill the contract that is it. Well, then you know what the owners are going to do? I don't think, was that 26-player thing approved? I thought we had before. gone up. I thought they we were, were going to 20. Yeah, 26 was approved before, but then we, we increased that for the pandemic. 28. Well, yep. I got news for them. They're, gonna, they're not going to get those extra bodies on the roster like they had last year. No. And you know the minor leaguers are going to get pushed back, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they can do that. Yeah, they don't have to, they'll they screw with them at a turn. Yeah, so every turn. What are you going to? Baseball. If the owner, if the players don't give anything, they're not going to go through the expense of having these satellite camps. This is going to be back. Like this is going to be back to when Calvin had Steve Bryer on the active list with a cast on his broken thumb. You're going to have <laughs> these guys. I don't care if you pitch. You know, the Randy Dobnik. I don't care if you pitch seven innings yesterday. Get out there. Let's go. We got. We need a body. Rocco's plan is go- going to be hard to achieve. His uh, rest and recovery plan. Yes, it is because they're. You know, they're not going to. They're not going to go to any. They want Manfred to guarantee them. This is the big hangup, I guess. They want Manfred to guarantee them they get their full salaries if there's a shutdown because of the virus. You know? Okay. If something happens in August and everybody in the country's dying, uh, they want to be paid. If they want to be paid. And uh, Banford's quote was, "I'm going to maintain the, I'm going to maintain the commissioner's rights that are already in the contract." So, I don't know. I, I really do think it would be better off with everybody if they just delayed it a month. But yes, I don't know. There'll probably be more discussions here. But this is, but but this is going to be so contentious now when the. Oh, God. CBA comes yeah. up next winter. We are going to be, they're not going to play for 2022 at the rate that they're going. They're going to have a, a lockout no. slash strike that's going to take a year. Like this is, this is actually, I think, getting worse because of the division between the two sides. Yes. Tony, uh, you know, as we talked about this the other day, yep. everybody gave Tony heat. He lost the last time. So he and his pals, Win- Winfield's one of his advisors and some of his other, and they're saying, ah, you gotta, you gotta be like Marvin. You gotta get everything. And uh, it ain't going to work good. So no, you know, but you know, baseball is, uh, I, here's what I can't believe though. The owners actually wanted each team to have the right to have 12 split double headers. And apparently, they're going to give you a seven-inning game and try to charge you full admission for it. Oh, I didn't see it. Really? Yes. Yeah, the, the doubleheaders would be seven innings. Yeah? But yeah, I think... Like, I like that, but them. they're going to try and charge them full price for well, shortened games. It's season ticket holders, if there are any. Yeah. Season ticket holders would get charged for a seven-inning game. 
you know. They'll screw the fans. And, and, there. You know, that's fine most times, but some days you're going to go there and, you know, the guy won't even have his second beer and it'll be over, right? Right. So, you know, so I, I don't know. Wow. It's a, uh, it's a screwed up sport right now, that's for sure. So is Cruz coming back, do you think, now Now that it looks like if we start on time, um, there won't be a DH in the National League? I, I bet he hangs out for another. I bet he if they start February 18th or what was it, 20th or whatever, where were they, when were they going to start? Yeah, around the 20th, I thought. It, he won't sign by then, I don't think. He's going to hold out and see if they still might get the. The eight, if they still might still argue. but I think once the players report down there, then this is this this is the reality, right? Yes, that they're starting on time. That's so. my point. Is, is are are we still are, are the players or are we still going to have discussions about how it's going to unfold, or is that done? That's what I can't tell. Like yeah. they said last night, we'll we'll just start then. But I'm not sure I buy that. Well, I'll tell you a very good sign of uh, what the mentality of the of the of the players is right now and what the agents are is Eddie Rosario took a one year, $8 million contract instead of, you know, because, you know, these, they know that if they don't make some concessions mm-hmm. and you're a 30 year old, not star player, mm-hmm. you're on lock, baby. Yep. You're there. All those hundreds of free agents are out there right now. There's going to be a lot of invitations to spring training, and that's it. You're you know, right. Eddie, Eddie taking one year, $8 million, to me, is a pretty good sign that uh, the reality of this battle has uh, reached the agents. So, All right, sir. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Patrick. All right. That's wrapping with Roycey. We are uh, done for today. We will talk to you tomorrow. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.